0: Welcome back everyone to the NFT Nation podcast, the most relatable and reliable NFT and crypto podcast in the nation. I am very lucky to have Concept with me today. Concept is a digital artist based out of Louisville, Kentucky, and he is changing the NFT art game with his unique one-of-one Careless Bears NFT collection and many other collections. I really believe everyone will enjoy this conversation today where we talk everything art, nfts and crypto so without further ado let's just hop right into it so concept how's it going today it's going well thank you uh, very much for having me on i really
1: appreciate it
0: yeah no problem i really appreciate you uh, coming on to talk with me about all you do inside the crypto space but before we kind of get into it i'd like to give you the floor to be able to kind of tell the audience who you are what you do and everything so
1: feel free sure um Hello, everyone. My name's Concept, a digital artist. Um, I've been an artist, I'd say my entire life, uh, but really made a career out of advertising, uh, where I've worked for some incredible, incredible brands over the past, you know, 17 years, um, but fell into the crypto space uh, over a year ago and I'm obsessed and I love it. And uh, I'm never looking back, always moving forward.
0: Yeah, yeah, I love that message So kind of on the topic of always improving And learning new things inside the crypto As well as like the NFT space You mentioned uh, to me before the podcast That you were going to NFT NYC In the upcoming weeks Can you kind of talk about what you're going to be doing there
1: And what what you're kind of expecting from the event Oh yeah Um, Well first of all I'm a New Yorker I grew up just outside of Manhattan So I am super pumped to go home Uh, see friends and just be immersed by the culture of what New York City has to offer Um, but yeah I'm pumped to go to NFT NYC it'll actually be my first time I wasn't able to go last year Uh, and what's super exciting is for the past I don't know 14 months I've developed some incredible relationships with artists in the community uh, and we're all going to be there in real life which is which is crazy um going from people who obviously aren't doxxed to uh to seeing them in real life i think will be uh pretty spectacular so i'm excited to hang out with people meet fellow artists and also learn more about what's happening in the community uh you know on the ground i mean i think you know, we get most of our news and updates through being in spaces or clubhouse, uh, listening to other podcasts or even just, you know, the typical e- uh, emails, but being in real life with fellow obsessed, you know, Web3, blockchain, metaverse, crypto natives, whatever you want to call them yeah. in real life, I think unlocks so much potential uh to see what's happening across you know the the universe itself so excited to hang excited to meet learn um and then I'll actually be working at the event um I don't think it's been publicly released yet but I'll actually be on June 23rd uh at the My Homies uh, event, and I'll be doing live derivative drawings of the Homies in Dreamland project. So, super, super pumped about that.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. That's kind of, I'm really happy to hear that you're going to be able to experience all that and kind of meet up with all those artists. And if anyone in the audience is going to NFT NYC, uh, sit see it, or uh, if you can find concept in the massive, massive people, uh, feel free to kind of say what's up to them if you see them. But, Maybe check out his, um, uh, the, the, my homies at, on June 3rd, but kind of with that out of the way, uh, I'm really excited that you're able to kind of, we're able to talk more about NFTs as well as your art and everything. And with your art, can you kind of talk about how you got started with all that and kind of where the beginnings of your art came from?
1: In, in life or NFTs? Yes. With, with life. Yes. With life. Um, (laughs) you know, I, I've, um, I've been a creative my whole life. I mean, I I can remember, you know, being, I don't know, five, six, and always doodling, drawing. whether it was, like, mazes or characters. Um, I vividly remember, oh, man, back in the late 80s, you know, trying to, like, master drawing Bart Simpson. Um, but, yeah, I've been, you know, an artist my whole life. At least that's how I feel like I, I've lived my life. Um, and over time, you know, went to art school to refine my craft and kind of push how far, um, you know, my creativity could go. Um, and then kind of fell into an advertising career and, you know, lo and behold with anything, you know, when you put a lot of passion and heart and dedication into something, something has to give. And I think for too long, I, I kind of put art aside and really focus on creativity for for brands um but got back into it you know two years ago and i can't stop it's like an addiction
0: (laughs) (laughs) that's great to hear and kind of you obviously like you're mainly known or at least online for your digital art can you can you kind of explain how you got started with doing digital art or like when you kind of transformed your i guess more seriously into the digital space
1: Yeah, so um, I'm an early adopter of things. And I got the first iPad back in, I think it was 2008 when it dropped. Or 2009, the first iPad. Um, And it was just this incredible moment to be, to have something in my hands that, just like, I just felt like, The possibilities were limitless. (laughs) The fact that I had a pen and could draw and actually see what I was drawing in real time really re inspired me to see how far I could push my own skills. You know, I'm, I think, at my core, like an illustrator, I draw, I'm not a good painter. Um, And, you know, in real life, I think I struggled with color. So I tend to draw in black and white or just use like neon colors as, um, as a, a bit of a crutch. Um, but the iPad was always something that I would turn on and just be like, what could I do today? Like, what could I create? <laughs> what tutorial could I watch to, uh, to push my limits? And, um, you know, I'm sure like many others, when the pandemic first started I was like what am I gonna do Uh, I used to drive an hour and 15 to work every day and now that I had three hours of extra time I figured I would just draw so uh, a little bit more than two years ago I just started drawing skateboard decks for myself um, graphics that I wanted to skate or take a picture of and then lo and behold uh, it just kept pushing me and pushing me farther and farther to um, to uh, to where I am today.
0: Awesome, yeah. It's kind of. I, I I think a lot of people started not not only like new hobbies and learn new things during COVID, but I think they just found stuff, just more stuff they enjoy doing. And they're like, well, what am I going to do with all this time on my hands? Just like he said, and I think a lot of people had the chance to kind of improve their own their selves with that extra time, whether it be doing art like uh you did or uh like working out or just learning new stuff is really cool to see and it, it's kind of weird to think something like COVID or the pandemic can good can come out of it because so many people were harmed by it but it's really cool to see stuff like that because it really it, it did it did help some people maybe spark a new uh kind of interest in their life
1: yeah well and I think we all kind of fell into like not not everyone, but I think I think I fell into this place of like, you know, I was frustrated. <laughs> uh, I was, you know, maybe mad or angry. Like, how are all these things taken away from us? And what do yeah. you mean I got to stay at home? And and art really became this outlet for me that I just never thought about. Like, it allowed me to really be expressive and draw my feelings or just have time to draw (laughs) and see what kind of came out of my brain. Um, so yeah, it's, it's tough, you know, so many people went through so many horrific things during that time period. And, um, and then there's also the good that came out as well. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, kind of on the topic of you having so much time on your hands and being able to put that towards art, how much time would you say you spend on art every week? Just like a rough, rough estimate.
1: Oh, man. Um, I would say I try and draw every day for about two hours. Um, so, yeah, I'd say about 14, maybe max 20 hours a day. Not a day, a week. Um, I have a full-time job. So uh, I try and sneak it in when I can. But, yeah, I'd say about, you know. 15, 20 hours a week.
0: Wow. Yeah. Just like a kind of like a uh, another part time job on your schedule. It's kind of really admirable to be able to actually schedule that and still be sane. But um, uh, well, we can kind of get into kind of why we were all here today. This is the topic of NFTs, crypto, in many, uh, in your collections and everything. So, uh, first, I always got to ask what got you first into crypto?
1: Um, I, I didn't know what it was. That's what kind of got me into it. I was super curious about all these headlines coming out, you know, whether it was like people or what brands were doing in the uh, NFT space. And I was just like, what the heck is this? (laughs) Um, and that's really what got me into it. Like my own curiosity, um, trying to learn about it. I didn't, I don't have any friends at that time who um, knew anything about crypto. Maybe they had like a few um, They had bought Bitcoin a while ago, but uh, I think my own curiosity is what really got me into it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, it's especially with a lot of people. A lot of people will be like, what is this? I see it all over my timeline or they'll hear it on like the TV or something like that. And they'll be like, let me check this out. What is this? Let me learn more about it. I think that's how a lot of people first get into crypto, but with that out of the way, what got you first into NFTs and what kind of gave you the spark or the thought process of maybe I could put my own NFTs into the world? Maybe I could uh, create my own collection. What kind of what, what made that spark, if that makes
1: sense? Um my my brother-in-law actually said to me um that I should I should just try it. <laughs> yeah. And, and it was so like haphazard and like just nonchalant like yeah man you should try it and what I didn't realize was it has it was everything I had ever wanted and like to be specific like in my in my career career uh, over the past you know 17 years I've, I've always been in the digital innovation space trying to tell rich emerging stories that people hadn't seen before. Um, new inventions, you know, partnering with like NASA or, or brands like Verizon to do really crazy shit. In <laughs> um, this NFT space, once I turned it on, jumped in spaces and listened to people, I was like, wow, this is like everything I've ever wanted, but I have control over what I make. And I think that was like, like a light bulb went off in my head, in a way that was like so inspiring because I really felt like if I could dream it, <laughs> if I could think it, I could do it. Um, so I basically just sat down and was like, "What what do I want to make today?" And that just kind of turned me on and unlocked the floodgates to uh, creativity.
0: That's so cool. I really kind of I like how you you were just like well I'm I'm, I'm I'm gonna be able to do whatever i want so that's what i'm gonna do and you kind of created the projects and many different art uh kind of nfts from there and kind of on that same topic can you explain to the viewers or listeners at home the many different projects you work on the projects you were kind of the main uh host of if that makes sense and kind of what you what you do inside that space
1: yeah, sure. So um, last year uh, in, I think it was August, um, I launched the Careless Bears collectibles, which were 100 one-of-one uh, deconstructed bears. And what was really crazy was I had started in April going on to Twitter spaces and Clubhouse nightly. Like it became this crazy obsession. Like everyone in the house would go to sleep and then boom, 10 PM. I was just like turn into a different person and I would, I would do a deep dive. Um, and throughout those months leading up to the, the collection, I did a lot of like self-promotion and marketing and networking. And uh, when I launched the first five of the collection, Uh, They sold out, like, I kid you not, within, I think the first five were gone in three minutes. Um, And that might not sound crazy now when you hear about these 10K projects dropping, but this was last August, and in my head, you know, no one really knew me. Uh, Three days later, I did another five. Those were gone in a minute. (laughs) And then I was like, well, let's see what happens and I did another five on Friday um, and they were gone in 60 seconds. And I was just like, holy shit. And and I don't think a lot of people know this, but at the time, my collection wasn't, was incomplete. <laughs> like, I didn't have a hundred. I said I was going to do a hundred, but I didn't have a hundred. And after that week of just rapid sellout, I was like, well, what else do I have? And I had 15 more bears that I had drawn. And the following week, I just said, I'm dropping 15 more bears. And those were gone in 30 seconds. And at that moment, you know, you hear that saying all the time, like, fake it till you make it. You know, I was, I was really in this experimental phase, right? I was like, what would i like what's gonna happen you know like my friends were like you're nuts dude this is a fucking waste of time and i was like i was like no no no, let me see and basically after this the first um 30 were gone i was freaking out because i was like i can only imagine
0: like i know how it feels when i get like five followers on twitter or something and you actually had like massive success so i really could only only halfway understand how that felt like if that makes sense
1: yeah yeah so so basically after that I just drew as fast as humanly possible without sacrificing any of the craft um and lo and behold uh I think it was October 27th of last year I did the final drop of 50 and they all sold out um and from that moment on it's just been a really incredible journey uh working on different projects learn you know learning about what their motivations are um what what type of art they're trying to produce what type of utility they want to reveal so so basically after the careless bears uh it's it's i've had the the um, i say luxury i mean it's just been awesome i worked on um homeland by cheech and chong which was a collection of 10,420 NFTs um, that really do have utility behind it. It's not just a project um, for art. They've produced, you know, swag, merchandise, in real life events, um, and they do a lot of stuff for the community when it comes to um, holders. So they do a lot of airdrops, whether it's poster art, um, new gifts in Discord, um, so that was a really fun project that I worked on and I still work on to this day. Um, I also produced the, uh, two characters for homies in dreamland, um, for the sandbox. So, uh, we can get into a whole, you know, metaverse conversation in a sec, but, uh, I designed Cheech and Chong in the sandbox, uh, that'll be coming out later this year so full 3d, uh, um, pixel, pixel art, uh, which was really incredible. And then I also worked on, um, uh, mutant turkeys, uh, which is really a fun project. Um, taking these kind of cute little turkeys, um, and turning them into kind of mutated figures. But that, you know, what's interesting about that project is, you know, that, is an NFT that basically unlocks the turkey verse in NFT worlds, which is really incredible to kind of see this, you know, little JPEG that you bought into turn into a a character that reflects and represents you that you can ultimately walk around a metaverse in.
0: That's so cool. I really uh it's all it's awesome kind of hearing your story how you started with art and how it kind of led up to you doing your own kind of project and then working for um, many other projects but are you talking about how we want to get into the metaverse uh kind of topic and everything I'm, re- I'm really excited to talk about it and i really am excited to kind of hear your opinion on how you feel about the metaverse because it really can be a controversial topic especially in the nft space so like what do you think about the metaverse? what are your personal thoughts i love it really
1: <laughs> the, the end no no, no. um yeah, I mean, I love it, and uh, I've been thinking a lot about this. And I was actually on a um, uh, Twitter Space last night with uh, with uh, all my friends talking about the Metaverse. You know, have you have you read um have you read Ready Player One, the book? Um, I have not, but I've seen the movie. Okay, you got to read the book. The book is incredible, and I'm not someone who sits down and reads books, but you know what I what i love about the metaverse is exactly what got me into nfts is the ability to create whatever you whatever you dreamed of you know and that like that's what i thought was so interesting about ready player one which i didn't ever realize would manifest itself but like you know any fantasy you had You know, of like flying, leaping buildings, um, wearing crazy clothes because you can, building palaces. You know, the 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 fact that there's so much creative freedom, I think is what is is one of the biggest motivators for me. That you can just sit down and make whatever it is that your heart desires.
0: Yeah. There's no, like, limit um, to uh, creativity in the metaverse. That's why I think it's really going to be yeah. a popular thing in the future as well.
1: And, th- and that's kind of how, like, I did the Cheech and Chong characters. It was like, what the what the heck is <laughs> the sandbox? Um, how do you create these characters? And then, you know, two days later, after downloading Vox Edit, I was like, holy shit. Like... <laughs> I- these are like 3D and I don't know 3D software. So um, the fact that there's tools that are easy to use relatively, um, but tools that ultimately help you unlock your creative potential is what really inspires me about the metaverse.
0: Yeah. I think I'm kind of right there with you on uh, how you feel about the metaverse. I think it's going to be a really popular thing in the future as well as kind of present day I think it's already starting to grow and I think bigger and bigger companies are starting to invest in the metaverse I mean not only Facebook but there's a lot of rumors that Apple's gonna start doing stuff with virtual reality headsets I mean the Oculus headset is like an amazing piece of technology I, I uh, have used some of my friends Oculuses and it's kind of just it, it it's, a, it's a whole new world it, it really does feel like a real world and it's really cool to see for I'm really excited for the future of the metaverse, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I have an Oculus or Quest, and I, I can't get enough of it. But here, I know. here's the thing that, like, um, I don't want people to misinterpret, <laughs> right? Like, I love life. Like, I love, like, everything around me in the real yeah. world, right? You love
0: everything you experience in the real world, but sometimes, not, not like to put words in your mouth, but sometimes it feels like it's good to get away and do something different and kind of go outside of your imagination if that makes sense
1: yeah yeah you know just to escape for a second yeah. and in dream I mean what's so cool about kind of the quest and and you know its current offering is you can see the potential of where it's going right mm-hmm. right now it's just a headset and two controllers with a bunch of haptic you know Capabilities and you know the accelerometer, but like you know, I, I said this last night in the um, in Twitter Spaces. Like, I think the metaverse because the question came up like, what metaverse is going to win? And this is just my opinion, but I think the metaverse that wins is the one that makes you feel right. There is this. It's not so much is it this art or is that art? Because Second Life was pretty close to winning, although it was way ahead of its time. I think the one that wins really allows you to feel, like, not just vibrations, but emotion and connectivity. You know, right now we're looking at a metaverse that is basically like a video game, right? And, like, you go into Decentraland, and you're just like... I'm here, I just walked around and I'm like what do I want to do? Yeah. <laughs> but imagine if the metaverse was really like Red Dead Redemption. You yeah. know, like you you plugged in and you felt the breeze. You were in a story that was immersive that you felt like you were really playing that character. And that there were real consequences, <laughs> or the
0: bonds you make are real, and like everything yeah, feels exactly yeah. how it does with real life. Like, I think that's just like on your topic, that's what's gonna make the metaverse explode in popularity, if that makes sense. Yeah,
1: it. yeah, exactly. So, I don't know what platform per se, but I think, I think whatever that looks yeah. like, I think we'll really win. Yeah,
0: personally, I believe like a big company like Facebook is gonna try their hardest to monopolize the metaverse but we can that's a discussion for a much later time but i really want to thank you for coming on the podcast today but i really want to know more about the future of kind of your art and everything just like how we talked about the future of nfts and the future of the metaverse so can you kind of explain maybe what the future of your art will look like maybe the future of your collections like what, what what are you excited for in the future
1: Yeah, so I'm really excited about my own personal evolution and journey. Um, But most importantly, all the projects that are coming up and partnerships and collaborations that uh, will be rolling out this year and the years to come. Um, I'll, I'll give you kind of a top line, but I'm basically evolving my Careless Bears universe into a brand I'm calling Limbo. Uh, which is LMBO, and it's basically the in between. It's 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 meant to be cryptic, mystique, um, but it really is a universe where all my characters will be living. Um, so you'll start to see that kind of play out as we get into uh, this year and and you know 2023. Um, I'm working on some designer collectibles, so. Making some some really nice toys uh, that'll be hand painted. Um, I'm doing some commercial art and branding, so I've got a couple partnerships I'm working on right now that you will see in in real life in uh, September uh, with some. I'll just say board companies that'll that'll be my alpha for the day. Um, so <laughs> super super stoked about that. Um, I am a hardcore snowboarder and skateboarder, so. I think you can kind of figure out the the lane I'll be playing in. Um, and then art, um, you know, I have so much going on with um, generative projects, collabs, and just really awesome uh, one-of-ones that I'm working on that I think are going to show people how far I want to push, not just myself, but uh, the space um, as an artist. So I'm super excited about that. And, you know, honestly... I don't know where it'll go. (laughs) And I think that's kind of what's incredible about it. You know, I think my experience with building in the sandbox inspires what I draw and vice versa. Um, And I'm stoked to see if, you know, wearables manifest itself or or other really rich uh, metaverse experiences.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. I'm really excited for not only your future but kind of the future of the entire space as a whole. And I think I'm really confident that you're gonna do very well just because you spend a lot of time and a lot of effort in on every single detail of your art and your projects. And I think a lot of people are like kinda in your shoes where they're not they're kind of wandering through their career just like they're and they don't exactly have one main idea, but they know what they want to do and they know they want to get better and they know they want to make people happy with whatever they do. So I think that's awesome. And if anyone in the audience today would like to continue to follow you on your journey through art and NFTs and kind of just your, uh, social media as a whole, where can they find all that?
1: Yeah. If you go to, uh, Instagram, just search at concept, K A H N C E P T, or at concept on Twitter. Um, learn all about me, DM me, no scams, please, no fake links. <laughs> um, and uh, feel free to reach out. I mean, you know, I almost wanted to, to say to you, you know, one, I appreciate you reaching out um, and trying to build the community locally, but, you know, it's people like you who actually inspire people like me, you know, We're not the same age, obviously. (laughs) But um, what I always say kind of to my people is like where I'm happiest in life is I learn um, from the people above me and I get inspired by the people below me. And when I got into this over a year ago, it really was 16, 18 year olds uh, on Twitter spaces really challenging me. Uh, Yeah, not 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 personally coming at me, but showing me holy shit that this next generation is doing something remarkable and I want to get into this so kudos to you for um, for trying to build a brand for yourself and put yourself out there uh, and helping promote artists and the community itself. I think it's it's really inspirational. And, uh, dude, I hope, uh, you keep going. I can't wait to see what you do as well.
0: Thank you. I really appreciate that. I'm really kind of, I'm, I'm happy you were able to come on and kind of tell your story and whatever, and what you do with crypto and NFTs, as well as your amazing art, which I really enjoyed to kind of look at and just scroll through, uh, every now and then. But I do have one more question for you. I ask it to every podcast guest I have, and that is if you could have one superpower, what would it be
1: and why? one superpower what would it be and why um i think it would be uh the ability to teleport Ooh, that's a good one i like that one and i i think because i feel like the most common are like i wish i could fly um, yeah, or the introverts would be like invisible i think yeah. i think teleport or you know being able to like you know magically like you've seen it in movies like just throw your hand out and like a fucking ring pops up and you're like <laughs> where do I want to go to today? Oh yeah and just honestly this become, I, just become yeah. Dr. Uh, Doctor Strange. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Great reference. But I think I think to answer why I think I think it it plays into my curiosity. You know I think that I th- too late in life did I realize how curiosity would really unlock so much of my creativity. Like if I didn't know anything, I should look it up <laughs> yeah. um, and I should discover. And I think being able to teleport and say, I'm curious what this is and go, I want to go see this uh, and, and mm-hmm. be, um, I think is is something that would be so fascinating to do and to experience not just by myself but with with others
0: that's so cool that's definitely one of the more unique answers i've had from the group of guests i've had on in like in the in the recent past but yeah i really want to thank you again for coming on the podcast i really appreciate you taking time out of your very busy schedule to come to a small podcast and kind of talk about your story and also, I want to thank the audience for listening today. I really appreciate you all tuning in. You all are the whole reason we are here today. Um, and yeah, just really thank you for listening. I really appreciate it. Also, if you want to continue to follow the podcast, uh, we can follow, you can follow our social medias. There'll, there'll be a Linktree link in the show notes. And it is at NFT underscore nation underscore podcast on all social medias. That includes Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook tiktok so go feel free to check us out on there also follow concept on his social medias as well i will have his link tree uh down in the show notes as well so you can access it easily also if you want to support us even more feel free to leave five stars it kind of tells spotify that hey nft nation they're pretty small but you know they make pretty good content so let's continue to push them push their content out into uh, more and more people but also share this episode with a friend word of mouth advertising is a great way to grow the podcast and if you learned something if you enjoyed it if you're just driving around listening to this podcast and you're like hey it wasn't too bad i enjoyed it feel free to uh send it to a friend we'd really appreciate it but also uh concept before we head out here is there anything else you'd like to say
1: uh i just want to say thank you uh yeah again for the invitation to the community most importantly for supporting me Um, and to just say to the community uh, I'm here to support you as well Um, I think the community only thrives when you put into it what you want to get out of it Um, and it's been incredible watching uh, people just like me never thought they could do it and, and really turn this into something they're passionate about um, that they want to keep going with and uh, that they, they can't wait to uh, unlock an experience. So thank you again for your time, uh, for the invitation into the community. Um, you guys are the best.
0: Yeah. Shout out to the community. <laughs> uh, well, thank you again for coming on the podcast. Thanks everyone for listening today and have a great one guys.